Situated at the centre of the Cairngorms National Park, the Five Arms Hotel in Braemar brings together Scottish heritage, craftsmanship and culture with world-class contemporary art. This podcast celebrates the experts, locals and passion behind the hotel's five-year renovation. Welcome to the people of the Five. Hello, I'm Doreen Wood, a former BBC radio presenter, producer and reporter, with Braemar roots stretching back across many centuries. Today, we're joined by Federica Bertolini, General Manager of the Five Arms. As General Manager of this wonderful hotel, what does your job involve, Federica? Well, my job involves looking after a lot of people, um, the guests, the staff and uh, the building itself as well. It's a very active job. It changes every minute, every second, uh, and it gives me a great buzz. And how have you found that the public have responded to the hotel? They have responded in ways that I was not expecting. I have run hotels before, and I have run hotels that people have loved very much, or still do. Uh, People do become very fond of hotels for some reason, which is still mysterious to me, but they have this power. This one almost seems to have an extra (laughs) degree of of that power. And I think it is connected with the art and the magic that that has created um, in the building. So it's almost like being cut off from reality and and entering a new world. And people love that. Gives them a proper holiday. (laughs) Before you came to Braemar, you were working way down in the south of England. What brought you to Braemar in this hotel? I did spend uh, almost 12 years in Cornwall, but my first experience of this country, of the UK, was in Scotland. And uh, yesterday, actually, I had a little trip down memory lane. I went to St Andrews, uh, and that was the first place uh, my husband and I came to. We wanted to do something different. We wanted to escape Italy a little bit. We wanted to escape sort of perhaps a predictable future and, uh, and go on an adventure. So Scotland uh, was my my first adventure uh, 22 years ago nearly and uh, I loved living in Edinburgh and we spent a lot of time but weirdly, weirdly, our very first uh, job or at least what we thought could be a job was in Balata and we came looking for this job that we'd found in an EU portal and when we got to this hotel which is the little hotel Alexandra in Balata it was closing for the winter so we'd been a bit sort of like off kilt we worked the summer in Italy arrived here in November and when we got there the lady said no sorry the job is over and then uh, and then life moved on we we, li- we we moved to Edinburgh we settled there and then Rome and then Cornwall and then when I wanted to change jobs again and do something new and be excited about something you know I'd, I'd kind of done the same job for a long time and I, I felt I needed a change Scotland for me was the, the biggest call. So I looked back at Scotland and then there was this opportunity, um, which was weirdly very close to Balata, but also unique, unique for what it could offer to a hotel manager. The Five has been such an enormous project. When did you actually start work here? So in a way that is normally not allowed again to hotel managers, I came uh, just before the planning application went in. So the owners, Ivan Manuela Worth, had spent a year nearly working on the plans, but also initially really forming their mind about how they would do the project, what they would do with it. I arrived in October 2015 and then work started in January 2016. And so what did your job initially involve? 
So this was a bit more than just uh, um, sort of setting up a hotel because they didn't have a hotel before or a necessarily a hospitality company. They had the Rothbar and Grill and Dursley Farmhouse in Somerset. Uh, there was a lot to do that had more that was more concerning setting up the the, the company to run their future hospitality business. There was also for them probably the most important aspect was connecting with the community and making sure that uh, my presence here was guiding uh, the process. I was kind of a little bit the pulse, you know, in the village uh, for them. Um, and I was also making a lot of connections that actually today are, are very precious to me. In my previous jobs where I moved, I never really connected with the community in the way that I've had the possibility to do here because I came before I was very absorbed by the job. I had a couple of years of proper sort of uh, living the Bremer life. <laughs> so I enjoyed that very much and I hope that actually it has helped the village understand the project and the process uh, better than it would have if we had not done it this way. Bremar's got a record low temperature of minus 27.2 <laughs> for an Italian girl. How does that sound? Well, the first winter was tough, but I, I feel it already that I have definitely got used to it. What's it been like for you seeing the hotel come to life? It was, it was very, very interesting because I'm... As much as I, you know, you try and picture it in your head and, and you have an idea, actually it went beyond, I think, anybody's idea of, of what it was. And I remember sort of like a year before opening, we went to Glasgow to do a trade show. And we were talking a lot about what, it, actually we had a couple of things that were in this room with us, you know, we took some chairs and some tables and we recreated a little stall and, and we were a big attraction at this trade show and, 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 and people immediately noticed us and they thought, okay, that is different. But I, even us talking about it didn't quite have the right picture in our head. And I remember the lady that was with me who was, you know, she was our sales consultant she said to me that after the hotel opened she called everybody and she said to them well forget what I told you because this is so much more you know and uh, so seeing the hotel come to life was 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 incredible I mean I learned so much both from you know aspects of the job that I knew that I didn't know before I'd not done an opening I hadn't sort of participated in setting up a company from scratch uh, but also in terms of the art aspect that this this uh, and the cultural aspect that this hotel has uh, is so much richer than I had ever experienced before. Uh, and so we've all learnt a lot, you know, and, and I've watched the staff really enjoy that process as well. You've taken a really active role in involving the community in the hotel. Can you talk a little bit about ways in which you've involved the community? Initially, when, you know, we started the project, we, we did a couple of sessions where we were um, inviting people into the office, uh, um, the construction office, the site office at the time, and we were sharing the project. The project changed a little bit. There were, you know, there were some ideas that came and went. And um, the, the other element that we, we involved the community with was the process of acquiring staff accommodation. Um, we have, you know, over 100 employees and half of them are housed by the hotel in various houses in the village and in Balata. So that process also entailed the explaining to the community why that was necessary um, and uh, trying to win their support um, in, 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 in many ways. Um, I have to say that you know mostly the community has been supportive and uh, enthusiastic about the Fife. Um, the, um, the other thing that we did, uh, which was, you know, before we actually opened, uh, the first day was for the community. 
So for Ivan and Manuela, that was a very important uh, step. And the, the day that the doors were open, it was actually just for the community. Uh, and it was the 30th of November last year. And that was quite a celebration. It was a very nice celebration. And I think it created very nice memories of the five being reopened after, you know, four long years of waiting. But you've been involved with the local school children as well. Yes, we did. Uh, well, we we have had the, the fortune to be surrounded by artists in residence. And every time they come, we've been able to share these artists with the community. So um, Gideon Sommerfield has done a session at the school. We've also invited them in to see the project. And uh, one, of the, one of the sweetest moments was when one of our builders found a whiskey bottle signed and dated from 1907, which was like a time capsule that had been buried in, inside the, the floorboards. So that gave us the idea to suggest to the children to do the same thing. And they prepared a time capsule and they came in and buried it under the pub um, floor. So that was a very nice moment. The, the Fife has employed generations of locals over the years and it's been responsible for many marriages over the years. Yes, but I gather. How has the, the village, you mentioned how the village responded during the build, but how has the res- village responded now the, the Fife has finished up and running again? The pub is always busy, you know, it's very lively and it's lovely to see and a lot of visitors, you know, if I show them around or if I meet them in the pub, you know, they say to me, where where are all these people coming from? And I say, well, that's a local, that's a local, that's a local. And yes, I think they've been very supportive. They they are also vocal and they, they help us, you know, make sure that we, we do things right or we change things, you know, they... Um, we, we, we keep this kind of connection with them, you know, we are, uh, we are continuously working with them. There's a lot of initiatives in the village already. You know, the, the Brema didn't stop when the Fife was closed, rather the contrary, you know, there was so much going on and still is. So it is very important to us as well to make sure that we continue this connection. Now this is a really hard question for you, but what would you say the one thing that makes the Fife extra special? I think a lot of the guests will say it is the people in it. From my point of view, actually, I think it is the art. And I think it's the fact that we are so fortunate to have this incredible works of art just there, you know, um, looking at us and and we come in to work and we, we see them every day and people come in and they have a cup of coffee, a cup of tea or dinner and they are sat next to something that... They would have to either travel a long way or um, maybe, you know, not get a chance to see uh, um, unless they paid a a ticket or something. So what makes it special for me and what I think makes us stand apart from from other places is is the fact that uh, there is this richness and stimulation for the imagination given by the artwork that we have in the hotel. The Fife has royal neighbours not too far away, nine miles down the road is Balmoral Castle, and Queen Victoria regularly changed horses here at Fife Farms. Have you had any royal guests? We have had, we have had. So last summer, rather unexpectedly, because it was announced just shortly before it happened, the Queen came for a little walkabout. (laughs) And uh, there was nothing in the hotel apart from a couple of the artist murals that had already been you know installed and uh, painted on the walls and the ceilings so she stayed for half an hour she wanted to actually extend her little tour a little bit and she went into the part that wasn't finished in the kitchen and then everybody saw her come out of the building and and, uh, clapped so it was a very nice moment 
And then, of course, we've had Prince Charles. He came for the opening, for the official opening in January. What's your favourite thing that you would recommend? What's your favourite thing to do in Braemar? I love walking. Um, so I, I, I go out and walk as much as I can. I prefer walking when there are mushrooms to pick. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm a bit obsessed when it's the right season, but, you know, it's not very long. So I walk anyway, even if there's no mushrooms to pick. <laughs> so recommended walks. Where's your, where's your favourite walks around the village? What would you suggest to... I mean, there is no... I mean, behind my house is just on my doorstep, Great Koinak, which every time I have a visitor and I take them there, they think it's the best walk in the world. And, and uh, so you don't really need to go very far at all through Great Koinak and up the top when you have the, the, the best view without actually climbing a whole <laughs> Munro. And then um, Balapui, Craig Leek, or um, the Lin of D, endless, yeah. You can just change every time and you'll never be bored. So the, the Fife has created a wonderful garden to the rear of the hotel. Yes. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, I often try to picture for the visitors what the garden looked like before. <laughs> it was very desolate. It was like a flat piece of grass with a couple of trees that had been thrown out after Christmas, it felt. Um, and uh, we asked Ginny Blom, to design our garden. Ivan Manuela had worked with her before, so they invited her as our landscape architect. And uh, she created what she would probably describe as the outside uh, landscape and brought it into the, the hotel or into the back of the hotel. So there are some hills and some boulders and some native trees have been planted. So birch trees, rowan trees, uh, some azaleas, rhododendrons, which are, you know, live very happily around here in the gardens and things. They produce beautiful yellow flowers. Lots, lots and lots of native plants basically have been um, planted there. And it's, uh, it's lovely to see how it all dies down and then it all explodes again. <laughs> it's only in its first year, um, so it's only going to get better. You're obviously familiar with all parts of the hotel, but is there a favourite part? I love the drawing room. I love it because um, it kind of did something to me. Um, I first, when I first saw the ceiling of Changing Li, there was nothing in there, and uh, it really provoked a reaction in me uh, of dislike. I thought, "Oh no, I don't like this. This is not going to work. This is." And then instead, I watched it come together and and become my favourite place. And I thought, wow, this is what actually um, an artist can do, have a vision that you don't have, and, and, um, and then even sort of change your perception of things to the point that from going from dislike into actually being your favourite place. Federica Bertolini, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The People of the Fife. Do visit our website, thefifearms.com. The music used on this podcast is called The Fife Arms Bremar and is written and performed by Scottish fiddler Paul Anderson. <laughs>